Hey teacher, hope you're ready for this. This summer, I've prepared something super special for you. I'll be teaching you eight business fundamentals. Those episodes are going to be quick. That's why I've called it a sprint, but very, very juicy. You're going to learn everything to set your business up for success. So in September, you can start charging more. You can find your perfect students and you can avoid the burnout of working one-to-one only. All that I'll be teaching is based on my signature course, the ELT Rocket. If you want to know more about it, please go to my website, www.olakowalska.com slash rocket3. And now, let the sprint begin. Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So, welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hi, gorgeous teacher. And welcome to episode six of your eight-week summer teaching business sprint. And I hope that the episode about marketing gave you a lot to think about. It was just literally scratching the surface of what marketing is, but hopefully it changed your way of thinking about it. And today I wanted to talk to you about your content, about your online presence in general and content, because this is a massive part and a great opportunity for your marketing. But a lot of people have many misconceptions around it. So Today, again, I wanted to bust a few myths and also um, give you a few tips on how to think about your content, okay? So let's dive straight in. All right, so uh, when teachers think about content, and I think especially, uh, I dare say, I have a suspicion that it all started during the pandemic, that a lot of people were just a little bit bored and they thought, okay, I'm just going to open an Instagram uh, profile or a Facebook page or whatever it is, or even a YouTube channel, and I'm going to post lessons in English, okay? Or I'm going to post some useful videos with language, okay? Nothing wrong with that, uh, you know, in, in general, it might be useful, uh, although I do have my own very subjective opinion about it. Can you actually teach someone to use the language um, via videos only? Because I think it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a paradox. Because we as teachers we know very well that in order to learn the language we uh, need to practice. People need to practice. But then at the end, at at the same time. Uh, a lot of us and a lot of teachers have bought into the idea that lang- language can be learned by consumption. So, hmm, this is something that bugs me as a teacher and a teacher trainer, but also from the perspective of marketing, I just have a bit of a problem with that because it's not exactly an effective way of marketing your services. It can do great things as part of your strategy, 
Absolutely. I'm not saying stray away completely from teaching the language in <clears throat> your content on your video or your videos. But at the end of the day, it's all about a problem. It's all about what people struggle with. So what it takes, and as I've explained in the first episode of, um, of this series, you need to know your people. You need to know your niche well enough to be able to help them solve that problem. So when we're thinking about your content and your content strategy is, is basically going to come down to those three things that your content does to your audience, you are going to smash it because your content does literally those three things. It either raises awareness of the fact that you exist, so it helps with your visibility, okay? So that's easily consumable content, right? Or it nurtures your audience, so it's a little bit deeper, it's targeted at people who already know what you are about, know their values, know your values, and know that they can learn something useful from you, and it may not be super, uh, like, original, it may not be completely different to what other people do, but it's going to be something with your own sauce. I mean, that applies to all types of content, but especially in that phase, people will expect it. People will expect to see that, for example, maybe they've seen a video with a few tips on how to start a conversation in um, in a business meeting, whatever, but I would want you to do it with your own creative approach with your own voice your own face and because they like you for some reason right and the third type of content is the selling content what happens what tends to happen is that teachers either focus only on the first type of content so the visibility one that's very quick easy one so those are the online lessons the, the the little videos that are supposed to explain the difference between like some false friends or things like that uh, they completely skip the nurture phase and they may sometimes do some selling content or completely forget about that as well. They would think, they, they sometimes think falsely that the content that teaches people the language is something that are, is going to automatically bring them clients. Unfortunately, it's a little bit more complicated than that. There needs to be a strategy. And I'm not saying that there is one size fits all and that everybody should be creating that same amount of that same ratio of of uh, you know the, the the first second and third type of content no of obviously not it's going to highly depend on your niche and on what they need what they want and what their problems are so I like to call those different types of content, uh, and it's not something that I came up with. It's just I think I gave it different names because it's I, I think it's quite easy to uh, to understand. Is the first type of content, the visibility content, easily consumable content, is the window shopper content. So when you think about it, it might be easier for you to come up with such things. These are the things that are supposed to um, improve the reach of. Uh, the people that you want to reach, right? So you would uh, create things that are still very much about how you do things, how you explain things, but it might be the easy content, the the, the language content, or some tips, or, uh, you know, some, some relatable things, right? 
The second type of content is the browser. So you would imagine that a person who first window shops only looks through the window, but then when they enter the shop, they start browsing. So they start looking at a little bit more depth. They start looking at you as a potential solution to their problem, whatever their problem is. And that depends on, again, your niche, all right? And it's much easier to create that kind of content when you know who those people are, right? Um, so going back to, to niching, if you still haven't downloaded my free resource uh, on how to find your English language or just teaching niche, because I think it's applicable to other teachers as well, go to my website, olakowalska.com slash niche and download that training because it's going to help you make it much easier for yourself to create content for those people, right? If you know exactly who they are, right? So we've got window shoppers, then we've got browsers, and finally, we've got our buyers, right? So when a person window shops and then browses and then buys, it's, 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 it's like this clear kind of progression of their journey. And that's how it works. And again, it's like with the funnel that I described last week in the previous episode. Um, it, it works in the same way. People get um, gradually more um, excited about what you do they gradually start trusting you more and they gradually like what you do more. So then they become convinced enough to buy from you. That's how it works. And again, it can, for some people, it, it's going to happen super soon if, if, they're, if, if, if you know, they have a big need to solve that problem. For some people, it's going to take a while. So I've had people who are my window shoppers and, and you know, browsers for months before they took any action to buy anything from me. But it may happen quickly. It may happen quickly. Uh, so your all your efforts when it comes to your content should literally come to, to that, to making sure that people go through that journey. It's obviously, it's not going to be like, oh, Monday I post window shopper, Tuesday browser, Wednesday buyer content, because selling content also, that third type of content is only going to be relevant when, when you're actually selling something and you're not going to be selling something new every week. You should be reminding people about your offers, absolutely, but it should be mixed up. It should all be like a more of an ecosystem in your content, okay? All right, and that's it. Again, it's a different perspective of looking at how your content should uh work, how it should look um, and what it should do to your audiences so that they eventually convert in paying into paying students. All right. Let me know how you feel about this. If you have any questions and by the way, there is a fantastic training um, on this, exactly on content that stands out, nurtures and sells in my shop. Have, did you know that I do have a shop with digital products? There aren't many yet, but it's one of those that are there. It's um, a very useful masterclass that will teach you and give you ideas on how you can create your own content depending uh, on your niche. So before you purchase it, make sure that you've watched the niche training because without knowing your people well, it's not going to help. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I could take your money, but <laughs> feel free to pay me. But I need you to first know your people well. 
All right. Hope it's helpful. Thank you so much for listening. And next week, I'm going to come back here and talk to you about something super exciting. All the money. So see you again. Bye. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger. Say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.